Your to-do list is a great thing. Well, so many people thought. They thought that having a list with everything you need to do, having a list makes you feel you're organized. Having a list has been portrayed as that thing every organized, productive person needs to have. But is that really the case? I'm here to tell you that your list, your to-do list might actually be causing you more harm than good. I am Dr. Dini. I'm a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. And today we're going to be talking about why your to-do list is harmful. I remember when I was younger, about the time when I was in primary school, I started to hear about this amazing thing called the to-do list. And to be quite honest with my practice, I thought it was a good thing. I had a piece of paper, my little jotter, I would write my list of things to do. And I practiced doing it religiously. Then it was perfect. Well, so I thought. And then what happened was, as I progressed, as I started to navigate life, got into high school, I kept going with my list every day. It was beautiful. And then suddenly, I got into medical school. And it was a little bit more of a challenge. Because despite the fact that I had a triangular life, I found that my list was not doing what I thought it was going to do. And so I continued. Now that's one thing you need to learn. My mistake was I knew something was not working. Rather than finding another way around it, I kept using it. So I got into the position where I was now called mother. I had my first child. That is when I knew that my to-do list was not going to be very helpful at all. Not doing a great job for me. And so what did I do? I packed it up and I threw it to one corner. And I did not have a to-do list for a while. Now, at that point in time, my life felt very chaotic. And so I felt quite overwhelmed. And I thought it was because I did not have my to-do list. But I knew that before I threw my to-do list to one side, I felt more overwhelmed, more confused, and less productive. And so here are three reasons why your to-do list is not doing you any good. Rather, it's causing you harm. One very important thing to notice is that as a mother, your to-do list never ends. Your to-do list continues to grow. It continues to expand. It continues to be prolonged on a daily basis. So if you started with a list of 10 things, at the end of the day, you probably have one or two things ticked, but you have 10 more added. What that does to you is by the time you're looking at it at the end of the day, you feel as though you've not accomplished anything because there's much more than what you started with. The second thing is your to-do list does not give you a room for flexibility. It's quite rigid. It's a structured 
list, which is good because I, for example, I love structure. However, I noticed that when you have that structured list with little room for flexibility, little room for creativity, you are at risk of feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, burnt out. And that is something that many moms are struggling with. So the third thing is there is minimal fun in a to-do list. I don't know if you're the typical mom. I was that typical mom when I was making my list of things to do. I did not put anything fun in there. It was wash the dishes, get the um, the shopping done, make some dinner, prep this and read that and clean the baby and clean the house. And it was just so much work to do. And so three reasons why your to-do list is harmful to you. One, it causes increased stress. Two, it is so rigid and leaves no room for flexibility. And the third thing is it has no fun within it. When I got to a point in my life of feeling really overwhelmed and exhausted, not only because I had two little children under the age of five, but also because I was grieving the loss of my father, I soon had to discover effective ways that would help me to not feel overwhelmed, to not feel exhausted. However, to be able to take care of my children while working full-time as a doctor and studying as well. So tell me how that was going to happen. Um, That was something that I researched extensively into, did a lot of trial and error, and eventually came up with this amazing thing I'm going to be teaching you or telling you about today. Now, I said teach because I'm also a teacher. So for those who don't know me, apart from being a mom empowerment coach, I am a family doctor. I am the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, but I'm also a teacher. I love teaching. And so I bring before you concepts that seem complex, but also you can um, experience in a way that would benefit you in a way that would uplift you in a way that would make you understand no matter how complex it is. So let's dive in. First of all, whenever you're faced with um, a brand new day, or perhaps we start from the day before. I know in some parts for those listening, You might be listening to me at a time when you've ended your main job for the day. You're winding down, getting ready to go to bed. And if that's the case, this is the time you start. This is the time for you to just set that intention that you're going to have a calm day. You're going to have a productive day. You're going to have a restful night. Because without having a restful night, your day that follows will be stressed out, will be frustrating to yourself. So the best way to do that is having a bit of a brain dump. 
And what I mean by brain dump is grabbing either a journal or a piece of paper and just writing everything down that might just cause you to ruminate, write it down and leave it there. You do that before you go to bed. Those things that might cause you to have maybe nightmares or might have caused you to keep thinking while you're supposed to be asleep are those things that you need to put down. Things that you think you might forget, definitely put them down. Whenever you're able to capture your thoughts, your worries, your elements of anxiety on a piece of paper, you relieve the stress in the thinking part of your brain. Because what happens when you sleep is that there is a lot of cleaning up going on, a lot of tidying up of any materials that might be harmful to the brain. And of course, helping to store all the information you've gathered all through from your senses in the right compartments. When you are able to put all these things on paper, you allow your brain to clean up the way it should. You allow your mind as you sleep to reflect on those things that are laid out that you have probably put down on paper or maybe you have a plan or you have a question that you're a bit concerned about, something you, a problem that you're trying to solve. When you put it on paper, it creates an avenue for your mind to start working on the solution. And in that restful state, you start to have the different um, waveforms. Now, I'm not going to go into the waves of sleep, I believe that's something we can go into more detail at another session. However, the first thing we you do is to put that on paper in a brain dump fashion. The next thing, of course, try to have a good rest. When you sleep, make sure you're getting ready to get up early the next day. The next day is the day where you put these brain dump items into a more structured form. Now, this is not you writing a to-do list, okay? You've just done a brain dump to remove the stress. So you remember what I told you, why your to-do list is causing more harm. It causes increased stress. By brain dump, by the brain dump method, you are eliminating that. You are reducing the stress. So you're not waking up with a high level of cortisol, which of course we know is the stress hormone that when it surges in the body, it causes increased pressure within the blood vessels. It causes reduced blood flow to some certain organs such as the digestive organs, which can cause bloating and abdominal cramps and all the IBS type symptoms that we people experience when they are worried or stressed out. Also, it helps to um, we also, it also causes muscle tension. That's what cortisol does. It's trying to get you ready to flee or to fight or to freeze. And in such instances, you do not want to wake up to a high level of cortisol that is rising exponentially. You want something that is getting you up ready to face a day, but without the intensity that is stressful or a frustrating day can bring. Now, the next thing you need to do is to create some flexibility that is addressing the second element that makes your to-do list harmful. 
How do you do that? Pick three things. Some people deal with just one. I tend to go with three because I partition my tasks into the things that help me to do what I want to do, the things that help me in my role as a mother, so maybe something for my children, and probably something else for others, perhaps at work, my business, those kind of activities. And when you pick those three things that are the key tasks you would like to accomplish that day, write them down. You don't need a long to-do list, you just have those three. If you're new to this concept, you're new to this practice, I would advise you to probably just pick one or two so that you don't get overwhelmed. As you become more in tune with this process, you start to recognize that being able to pick these things help you to achieve more. Being able to navigate through this one, two, or three tasks help you to achieve more. Now, when you are looking at those three items, I want you to recognize that those three items are things that you, only you can do. So do not pick something that you can delegate to someone else. Do not pick something that you can um, give to pay someone else to do. So think when you look at that, you can pick those three items. Now, the third element that we're going to bring into this new way of making your tasks more doable and making you more productive, reducing the overwhelm that comes with motherhood and all the roles that we carry on in our lives is to actually get a documentation. And this is you just putting it down on paper if you want to. Some people like to put it in their head, but I tend to suggest put things down. When you think about something, write it down. So those fun things, those fun activities that you'd like to do, those things that help to relax you, whether it's you going to the um, for a walk, you want to dance to some music, you have um, some spare time to visit a friend or call a friend, whatever that is for you. Write them down, at least two or three. They could vary between five minutes intervals or perhaps 10 minutes and perhaps 30 minutes. I tend to pick a wide range of activities in the sense that there are some activities that are less than five minutes. There are some that are 15 minutes long and perhaps my walk in nature might be 30 minutes long. These are your fun activities. These fun activities are going to help you so that that list of things that you're going to do, your power list, is not your to-do list anymore. Your power list is going to be doable, is going to be actionable, it's going to be powerful. And as you go through your day, taking those steps to complete things, the items on your power list, you will start to feel energized as you fuel yourself with those well-being activities you have listed. The next thing after you've written out your three main items or perhaps less if you would like to and your well-being as, um, 
activities is you need to start to schedule. There is a quote by Stephen Covey. He says, you do not prioritize your schedule. You schedule your priorities. I'm going to say that again. Do not prioritize your schedule. Schedule your priorities. Those three items are your priorities. And just like the title of the book written by Brian Tracy, eat that frog. Eat the frog early. Don't do the easy things first. Do those things that are demanding, challenging, those things that you probably would rather not do. Do them first. And when you do them, you get that sorted, moved out of the way, and then you can focus on the less unpleasant thing to do. In the morning, you have your cortisol level rising. It rises to a peak in the morning to help you deal with any stresses and ideally should be falling as the day progresses. But in many cases, many people have their cortisol levels still elevated late into the night when it should be so low that you're getting ready to sleep. And so we need to start looking at ways by which we can utilize our body's circadian rhythm. This, the circadian rhythm is the way your body um, reacts depending on time of day. And it's almost like a cyclical system. You know, the way the heart beats, contracts and relaxes, the way the blood flows up and down, the way you breathe in and out, that's cyclical movement. That's the way things in nature oscillate, vibrate, move. Tapping into that and noticing that moment where you are more empowered to deal with challenges is so, so important. And that's one reason why it's always beneficial to eat the frog first, because then you've got that energy. It might seem like an unpleasant thing to do, but you've got the, the things that would help you. Your body is geared to deal with those things then. As you do this, make sure that you are celebrating every single step of the way. I'll give you an example. On my list um, some time ago, I had to make a few phone calls. I was trying to secure a deal. And personally, when it comes to making phone calls to secure something like a deal, um, <laughs> I, I would rather not do it. And if I had a way, I would delegate it. But because this was something that I really could not delegate, I thought to myself, perhaps I need to get this done. And by the time I'm getting this done, hopefully this would make a difference positively. So mustering all the, mustering up all the courage I had and just putting a bit of, uh, breathing and all those techniques that I would normally do. I said, okay, here we go. And I made sure that I did that first. The moment I picked up the phone and made dialed the number, I didn't get through. I left the message and decided I was going to call back. Even though 
I could not at that point take off that task to say it's been done. The fact that I was able to pick up that phone and dial the number was a moment of celebration. And I celebrated myself. And as I celebrated, I felt more empowered. Within a few more minutes, I tried again. And this time around, I got through. Now, whenever you celebrate yourself, you release a chemical, dopamine. It's that chemical that feels, that makes you feel good. It helps you feel like you are worthy, like you're able, you're capable of anything that you desire to put, you desire to put into place. And so when you empower yourself with celebration, rather than criticism, you celebrate yourself, you uplift yourself, you make yourself feel good, you are able to achieve more. And that is why it's said that you would attract more friends or attract um, people with sweet smelling um compliments rather than criticism because criticism is seen as gall as that repulsive element when you're criticizing people they get defensive the same thing when you're criticizing yourself you get defensive you're not open to new ideas or new insights or new solutions so let's all stop criticizing ourselves i know i was guilty of doing that. And it's something I'm very mindful of. When you don't get something done, don't criticize yourself. Rather, look at it and say, well, I have not gotten this yet. And then move ahead and make a difference, make a change. Move ahead because you can do it. And when you do this, you will find out that you are moving closer to achieving your goal because that celebration, that dopamine tells you you're worthy, tells you you're capable. And just tapping a little bit into the quote by Henry Ford, if you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. So dopamine is telling you you're capable, you're great, you're awesome, you're worthy. You start feeling like you can do anything. You start feeling that invincibility within yourself. And as you feel that way, then you start to achieve more. And so you see that beautiful loop that reinforces who you are, that en enables you to feel great in yourself, enables the wellness of body, mind, soul, and spirit. That is something that we want to do. That is something we would like to achieve. So today we have talked about why your to-do list is harmful. The main key points for those who did not start from the start. One, it increases your stress levels because you start your day with perhaps a to-do list that is about 10 bits long. And at the end of the day, you probably don't have many things crossed off. However, you have a lot more added on. The second thing is it is rigid, not flexible because you are stuck on running through that long list that doesn't really come to an end. And the third thing is that there's no much fun. Most people write to-dos without adding any fun into their to-do lists. But we are looking at creating a power list. And this power list is starting with your stress reduction techniques. 
from the night before, dumping all those things that perhaps caused you to feel overwhelmed or worried or anxious. You dump them up before you go to bed. The following morning, you pick up three things for your power list. Then the next thing is to make sure that you're writing down those fun activities you would like to engage in on that day. And then you schedule those priorities that you have set. And most importantly, you celebrate as you do every single task, whether it's achieved the way you want to or not. I hope this has served you. And in, I know we kind of did a bit of a rapid session with this, but this is something that is very important, especially at this time when people are considering tasks and goals that they have set. And perhaps they are worried or thinking that, oh, I don't think I've gotten this thing I wanted to do. I don't think I'm achieving what I would like to achieve. And they start to get discouraged, overwhelmed, or frustrated. This is not the time to do that. This is something that you can actually turn around and make work for you. And for that reason, I'm going to be inviting you to a free five-day challenge. This five-day challenge is titled Powering Through. Powering Through Challenge is the challenge for you. If you have a goal, if you have this particular outcome or desire that you're aiming for, however, you're getting overwhelmed, you're getting, you're losing the steam to keep going, you're losing that willpower. If that is you and you're a mom, you are invited to be a part of this challenge. It's one hour every day from Tuesday, January 25th to the Saturday, just five days, one hour every day. But I have to let you know that to get into this, you need to be committed. You need to be all in. You need to play full out. You need to give your 100% attention because this is for you. This is a way by which we are improving your well-being of body, mind, soul, and spirit. However, in so doing, you are doing more in less time. People used to ask me, Juni, how is it possible? You were working full-time as a doctor. You had your children who were really young. You had pretty much no help whatsoever. How did you get to do all the things you did? You built your clinical career, your academic career. You built a business. How did you do it? It's these techniques that I am going to be telling you about in more detail. And that's another reason why in the past year, people wondered, how did you write a best-selling book? How did you launch a podcast? How did you do all this while working as a doctor, while lecturing your medical students, while doing all the things you do? Oh my goodness. It's all this that I'm talking about. So if you are a mom and you're looking to achieve more, feel well in yourself, despite the many roles that you have, and still come out on top, feeling those goals achieved, seeing them smiling at you, yes, I did it, then this challenge is for you. It's powering through the challenges, whatever they may be. So go ahead, go to my, the URL 
www.supermomwellbeing.com forward slash challenge and you'll be able to get in. If, however, you are wondering, oh, I didn't quite get that, go ahead, send me a DM, DM me the word challenge and I'll send you the URL to get in. Okay? Awesome. It has been an absolute pleasure going through this session with you. I hope it has served you. I look forward to connecting with you and probably seeing you in that challenge as well. That would be awesome. So go ahead, share this information with your friends. I know this talk has been recorded, so definitely you can share the talk. You can definitely let, let people know about this challenge and be there yourself. I look forward to seeing you. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are in the world. Do take care and I'll see you soon.